This week on the Big Boss Book Club, we are looking at the latest addition to the DC movie collective, The Flash. We'll be looking at the ups, the downs of this film, and just how cool Michael Keaton was as Batman. All that and more today on the Big Boss Book Club. Thank you for listening to the Big Boss Book Club. If you do want to support the show, you can just by giving us a follow on Instagram at Big Boss Book Club or give me a follow on Twitter at Big Boss 010. You can also give the show a like or a follow or a review. Any and all support is greatly appreciated. Again, thank you so much and enjoy the rest of the show. Don't you hate it when you're trying to keep your cards protected and you just can't find a reliable folder or deck box? Well, Voltex are a UK-based gaming accessories company that offer an assortment of accessories such as folders, deck boxes and sleeves. And I'm happy to say that I'm now an affiliate for this fantastic company. Uh, this means that my listeners and followers in the UK can use the code BIGBOSSVX on VOLTX.com to get a 10% discount on their order. This will not only get you a discount on their awesome range of products, but will also help support the show directly. And you can also access the affiliate link via my link tree on all my social media accounts. Also, for any followers or listeners in the United States, you can also take advantage of this via Amazon.com. Using the code BIGBOSSVX, you will also get a cool 10% off your Voltex products and, again, directly help support the show. Again, that's BIGBOSSVX to get 10% off your order with Voltex. Protect. Organize. Play. done a film review in a while and there had to be a reason to come out of semi-retirement to do one so let's talk about the flash um flash has had a load of controversy anyway just with uh, ezra miller being an absolute psychopath um but they still seem to have managed to uh, get this film out um the initial trailer blew everyone away, revealing that Michael Keaton's Batman would be making a return. It was already kind of um, teased that he was going to be in Batgirl, which of course has actually been cancelled. But we do get the addition as well. We now have Supergirl, so we get to see our first DCEU, DCU, whatever they're going to call it, um, variation of Supergirl, played by uh, Sasha, I'm going to say Kali. It's probably completely wrong. Um, but this was basically announced as one of the final DCEU films um, until everything really kicks off. The new James Gunn-led uh, ship, ditching pretty much all the previous stuff. So the, the quote-unquote Snyderverse will essentially just be be done with. Um, this film sees Michael Shannon returning, coming back to play General Zod. And I was actually a really big fan of General Zod in... Man of Steel, so pretty, was pretty excited when I saw that he was going to be making a comeback for this film as well. So overall, this film has everything, um, uh, everything to gain, but uh, 
but not too much really to lose because they, they make it perfectly clear this is once the James Gunn led ship is is uh, taking over that a, a lot of the older stuff will be phased out. So what we'll do, um, we are going to go for a tiny break. We'll come back and we will talk about the plot of the film. We'll warn you now, there are spoilers. So we'll be right back. Okay, welcome back. So we're going to go into the plot of the film. Uh, There will be spoilers. If you have yet to watch The Flash, I would massively recommend stopping the podcast now and come back once you've watched the film. Um, Unless, of course, you don't care, in which case, uh, keep hanging around. You made that decision? Okay, let's get to it. So the film opens essentially with uh, various Justice League members um, stopping a terrorist threat. Um, quite a funny bit really there at the beginning uh, Barry's interacting with this guy in the sandwich shop he's trying to get him to make his sandwich gets the call from Alfred go help, so he goes um, Batfleck is on the scene in a slightly different looking outfit than usual got a blue tone to the uh, cape and cowl and the suit itself is slightly lighter in terms of colour like a grey, like a very light grey um, yeah it looks, looks good. But anyway, Barry helps save a load of babies at the hospital and goes back and gets his sandwich, gets himself back to work. <laughs> um, he has this moment after thinking about his uh, mother's death and his dad's um, parole that he could go back in time and save her. He has this conversation with Ben Affleck. And ben Affleck says, Please, God, don't do it. You'll destroy, like, everything. <laughs> and, of course, Barry completely ignores him. Uh, go back, heads back in time to go back and save his mum. Gets knocked out of the Speed Force by what appears to be another speedster. Very similar look to um, Savitar from the Flash TV series. And that's definitely something to keep in mind. Um, it was the first thing I thought of when I saw it. I was like, oh, it looks a bit like Savitar. And it, it all kind of fell in to place at that point who it was going to end up being um so essentially he lands where his mum's alive but before barry actually gets his powers he meets his younger self helps him get his powers but then fortunately loses them himself as he gets struck by lightning the other barry gets struck by lightning and the powers almost transfer i don't know if that's what's supposed to have happened but they've almost transferred to the younger barry um kind of trains younger barry to to uh, use his uh, powers but then the TV hits, and of course, General Zod is back and looking for the Kryptonian who has the uh, the the, um, the codex to revive Krypton. They go and uh, try to get hold of Batman, who turns out is now Michael Keaton <laughs> and is considerably older than Ben Affleck. Um they set out to, after convincing him to join up, they go out to find Superman. Don't find him, though. But they do find Supergirl, <laughs> who, in a very impressive scene, pretty much wipes out an entire base full of Russian, I'm assuming the Russian, Siberian uh, soldiers. One thing that 
really jumped out at me. Um, <laughs> it, it was such a weird scene. Actually, you know what? We'll talk about it later. <laughs> the group tried to give uh, Barry his uh, powers back and sort of fails at first, but then Supergirl comes and, and helps and gets him his powers back. Big battle ensues. The two flashes, Supergirl, Batman. Unfortunately, uh, Kara loses the fight to Zod, kills her um, after revealing that he killed uh, Superman when he was a baby um, to try and get the, the codex from him. Um, our man Keaton then gets killed shortly after as well. Um, the two Barrys attempt to save them both by time traveling back and they keep doing this over and over again. Eventually, proper Barry, Barry Prime, um, realizes that this is a, a paradox. They cannot save this this Earth. This, this timeline is going to be destroyed. Um, Zod is going to win. He's going to destroy humanity. He's going to recreate Krypton. It's, they cannot do anything about it. While trying to convince younger Barry, who keeps going off to try and save them, that, that they can't do it. It's just not possible. The, the reality isn't going to allow them. Like a, kind of like a Final Destination kind of deal. Death wanted you. You have escaped death, and now death is coming for you. It's kind of like a similar thing where you can't escape it. Even if you change that thing you messed up last time, something else will go wrong and kill you. Um, and then it's revealed then this other speedster turns up. Again, very much looking like Savitar, got very like armor on, and is revealed to be the older, younger Barry. So young Barry, but older. It's so weird. Um, <laughs> so weird. Young, yeah. So he's the older version of younger Barry, and he basically reveals that he's he's going to kill the Flash. Tries to kill the Flash. Uh, young, young, actual young Barry jumps in front, takes the hit, and actually wipes um, old young Barry out of existence. Very similar to what happens in the TV series, actually, with Eddie Thorne, when he kills himself to to wipe out Eobar Thorne, um, even though we all know that didn't work out either. But it's interesting. Um, <laughs> so Barry then decides that he needs to go back and actually not stop his mum from dying. He needs to go back and just make everything uh, right. But what he does is he moves. So put it into context, beginning of the film, CCTV footage is cleared up by Wayne Enterprises of his dad in the supermarket when his mum was being killed. But when they show the CCTV, his dad never looks up at the camera so they can never see his face. What Barry does is he swaps the tins of tomatoes around, which is what his dad went into the supermarket for, so they're on the top shelf. So he has to look at the top shelf in order to get the tomatoes, and is therefore seen by the CCTV, therefore proving his innocence, and he's released from jail. As he's outside celebrating that his dad's getting out, and he gets himself a date with Iris West, um, his phone goes, it's Bruce Wayne. And of course, the so I'll put it into a little bit of context here. I went with my cousin Robert to see this uh, film. Um, he was like, that didn't sound like Ben Affleck. And, I'm, <laughs> and instead we see the returning to the role of Bruce Wayne, uh, George Clooney, um, which which was an absolutely cracking way to end the film. Um, and then we do get a post credit scene 
with Barry trying to explain the multiverse to a very, very drunk Aquaman who basically ends up just passing out in a pool of water. I, I didn't really see the point in that, but there we go. So that's really the base of the film. Again, it's not too in depth. I don't want to. I don't want to be quoting the film verbatim. What we'll do now: go for another quick break. We'll come back and we'll actually talk about the positives of the film, um, what I felt with the negatives of the film. Come to a final conclusion, and we'll get the hell out of here and let you enjoy the rest of your week. So we will be right back. Okay, welcome back. So, yeah, so just been through the plot of the film. Um, again, bit of a speed run. Doesn't go into everything in, in tremendous amount of depth. Um, but probably go into a little bit more of that now. So, pluses. The the first thing I really have on my list here is the Barry on Barry chatter. I, I, can, I don't know how they did it. Um, probably a lot of CGI work. But the physical and verbal interactions between the two barriers is wonderful and probably one of the best parts of the film um that doesn't involve people from other films um their young barry is very uh, lackadaisical very oh you know dude bro um or like a proper te- like a proper like fresh-faced university student who's you know getting their first taste of independence and yeah it, it, it's it's the the character is is really um full of themselves not really willing to listen very headstrong it's it the interactions between him and a, and a barry who suddenly goes from being all that to being very mature and grounded is is actually quite quite good um the physical interactions were amazing I, i'm assuming it's a double and then they cgi'd the face I'm assuming, uh, and then did it the other way around for to maybe get the the the, the actual camera. I don't know, but either way, it, it it looks good. It doesn't look the CGI in this film that looks awful, but that CGI does not look awful. It looks really good. Um, there's plenty of Easter eggs in this film. Plenty of Easter eggs. One of my favourite ones was probably the laughing, the, the so the Joker's laughing box. If you've watched the 1989 Batman by uh, Tim Burton, at the end of the film, after Joker plummets to his uh, inevitable death, um, they pull a box, like a bag, out of his jacket that's just laughing. Batman has that, and Barry finds it, and young Barry finds it, and, and is wielding it around. And it's quite quite funny, actually, that, that they, they gave that a cameo. Um, the Batmobile was was phenomenal was seeing when he barry pull young barry pulls the the blanket off and the batmobile's there it's like a massive uh fanboy moment um even though technically that vehicle was destroyed in batman returns um and of course if you keep batman forever and even batman and robin as canon for those films that batmobile is never seen again the Batmobile gets advanced and turned into something else. But I do like the fact that the original Batmobile's in the film. It's probably still my favourite Batmobile, um, movie-wise. Um, the multiverses uh, bit. So I didn't explain it in the plot. Essentially, there's a part later on where Barry is... Um, young Barry is clearly destroying time and, and space. 
and all the universes are kind of collapsing in on each other and it shows you all these different universes so it shows you like christopher Reeves is like superman um the nick nicholas cage superman uh, that was that was scrapped it gives you a, a show of that which is phenomenal um and in fact i read that nicholas cage actually came back to film that line film that bit actually filmed it but then because they cgi'd everything it ended up looking a bit shit um sorry for the language but yeah but nick cage was was technically in the film he was actually there filming scenes for for this movie um so absolutely wonderful um it was a shame we didn't get more we saw like adam west batman which was pretty cool um we saw the uh, christopher Reeve superman nicholas cage superman um jay garrick flash we saw didn't recognize the actor a lot of people thought it was uh, teddy teddy sears i think is his name from the tv series but he's come on and said no he's, it wasn't him um because i mean if it was he'd tell you right because there's no point but they got someone who looked shockingly like him to be jay garrick flash for the the multiverse scene which was pretty interesting um some of the lines were pretty cool like you got the you want to get nuts let's get nuts line from from again from batman kind of skipping batman returns um one of the funniest things and i was actually talking about this a little bit before recording this episode with um, as from gogan gaming um there's this wonderful bit where michael keaton is explaining how time travel works to the two barrys and he it's literally if, if there's no other way about it it's a poke at, at marvel's endgame um because he basically says you've probably seen some films where it says if you go back in time then you you create different strands and 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 then they're like yeah that seems to make sense and he's like nah it's all rubbish <laughs> And then explains it completely differently. Basically explains if you go to the past and change the past, you don't just change the past, you also change the future, but you change the past of that past. So if you went back to five years ago and did something different, you would not only affect now, you would affect before that period of time. Things would change before it as well, which I thought was actually quite fascinating as a as an excuse as to why they got michael keaton and george clooney and ben affleck in this movie um the danny elfman batman theme makes a comeback and it's it's i mean it's beautiful isn't it i think we can all i've, I've recently I, as soon as i came out of the film i got back in my car after robert stopped talking and went on spotify found the batman theme Put it on, listen, listen to it all the way home in the car. I was like, this is this is the best song ever. Um, just absolutely wonderful. And then, of course, cameos. The cameos, uh, we got to see Wonder Woman, Aquaman. Um, we got Batfleck, of course. We got George Clooney, which is amazing. Uh, Michael Keaton. You got all these people who turned up, uh, whether they were there live or not. So Nicolas Cage, for example. You saw all these really cool people. Michael Shannon coming back. Um, the I can't remember the name of the actress who places like Fiora, Fiora, the second in command, she's back as well. It's just phenomenal. I mean, there's probably a little bit of an argument that this is like the Flash and Friends as opposed to the Flash, but I, I thought it was, I don't think the Flash has necessarily got enough to keep me interested while um, 
he's uh, on his own. Um, them choosing Savitar, because essentially that's who it is. It was Savitar being the bad guy, uh, which, of course, is a future version of Barry, who's become basically corrupted. Um, at least that's what it was in the TV series. So I was kind of okay with that being the bad guy. Um, it was an interesting take, the idea that this Barry was was constantly going back in time to try and save uh, Bruce and and, and um, Kara, and he just couldn't get it done, but he just kept going, just kept going, just kept going, and just kept getting more and more angrier, more and more corrupted, more and more hurt, um, and eventually just becomes this evil creature that's just looking to destroy and kill the Flash, which I thought was really, really quite well done. Um, as I said, it was good to see the Man of Steel villains back. I, I really enjoyed Zod in Man of Steel. I thought um, he was a great bad guy for Henry Cavill's Superman. And to be honest, even though he's not as... Because he isn't actually that prominent in this film. He doesn't get that much screen time. He, don't, he doesn't really get a conclusion. Like You don't see him beaten. Um, you kind of get the conclusion that he wins in that world. And therefore, you just kind of accept that. But it was great to see him back. It was really cool. Um, again, I really enjoyed him with Man of Steel, so it was nice. Then, of course, we have um, Sasha Call Calais Calais Sasha Calais Sasha as Supergirl. Um, I mean, a she's absolutely gorgeous, which which definitely has um, uh, impacted my take on the character. But she's not in it for very long. Probably not as long as the trailers make out she's in for. Um, but I thought what she was in for was good. I, I really enjoyed the scene where she just completely killed... Well, I don't know if she kills them. We assume she kills them. All those uh, soldiers on the rooftop. She just literally just beats the stuffing out of everyone. And just knocks them flying. And, and yeah, I think that scene is really good. Um, and is... Again, very, it's it's aggressive, but it's Superman aggressive. You know, I mean, Kryptonian aggressive. So it's aggressive, but kind of holds back. We do get our Batman v Superman warehouse fight from Michael Keaton's Batman. So when the two Barrys are sneaking in to try and rescue who they think is Superman, they are basically surrounded by the soldiers. They're shooting at them. They're trying to, you know, avoid them. And then, Michael Keaton's Batman comes in and literally just beats the snot out of all these guys. And that's as close I think you're going to ever see to that um, the Ben Affleck warehouse scene with Michael Keaton. It, it was such a good, like, he was aggressive. He was, like, hurting people. He wasn't there to kind of, like, put them down. He was there to put them down and keep them down. And it felt very visceral and violent, which is kind of what the warehouse scene was in Batman v Superman. Um, so this doesn't, it, it's more of, I don't know if it's intentional to be like a bit of an homage, but it's, it's good. It's, it's not the same. It's not as good, but it's, but it's still pretty good. Um, so I, I really enjoyed that. I, I, I like seeing Batman just be criminals. <laughs> and then I don't know if I've mentioned it yet, but um, Sasha who plays Supergirl is, is beautiful. So, I think for me, that's really it for the positives. Um, the it was great to see the cameos that we saw. It was it was fun. It was um, 
the film itself is quite fun. I was sort of again discussing this a bit earlier. Um, it's not the best film that DC have ever put out, but it's definitely nowhere near the worst one. Um, so plus side, I think it's 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 got everything it needs to be a nice fun. It's basically DC's take on Spider Man No Way Home, but without multiple flashes. It's multiple Batman instead. Um, so that's that's it for that bit. Uh, we'll go for it again another very very quick break, and we'll come back and we'll talk about the negatives. And there were some negatives, so we'll be right back. Okay, wanna get nuts? Let's get nuts. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> that line kills me. Anyway, um, negatives. The There are negatives. There are some big negatives. A, the runtime. This film was a slog, an absolute slog. They could have probably cut uh, a fair bit from the film and it still would have made a reasonable amount of sense. That post credit scene meant nothing to anybody. Um, it felt like just another excuse to get somebody else in the film. So Jason Momoa in this case. Um Although it was fun seeing Gal Gadot come in as Wonder Woman for like 15 seconds. Again, why was this needed? We didn't need this. It it, it it diluted The Flash as a film. It was like, oh, The Flash and Friends. You know, and he, he, they kind of make little appearances. Um, one of the biggest gripes for me about this film was Batflex's screen time. He put out he did like an interview and he made a statement saying that he felt he learned how to play um, Batman doing this film. And that for me was like a crock of rubbish because if he learns how to play Batman in like the 30 seconds he's on screen, um, what the hell was he doing in justice league and Batman v Superman <laughs> or even like suicide squad? Cause he's in that as well. Um, it, it didn't feel like, it was it was cool to see sort of the bluer costume and the lighter grey gear. That was pretty cool, but um, he didn't really have like a proper Batman logo on his chest when you saw him, which annoyed me because you know it's Batman. Um, and the fact that he's only on only on screen for for a few seconds, you could tell he didn't. He clearly hadn't prepared for this film the way he'd prepared for the others, probably due to the. The, the sheer lack of screen time he was going to get. So when you see him as Bruce Wayne, he's he looks really thin, and that's because he he ditched all the muscle that he'd bulked up for to play Bruce Wayne in Batman v Superman and 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 uh, Justice League. So he looks really thin, and the suit when he's wearing the suit, he looks thin as well, and that doesn't it doesn't look good. Like it it doesn't look great. Um, so that was a bit bit sad because Ben Affleck is without a doubt probably my favorite batman um I'm, i said it and i'll say it again <laughs> he's 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 a uh, batfleck is probably my favorite batman um then again the lack of screen time for a uh, supergirl i did allude to it in the last se- segment the trailer kind of gave the feel like she was going to be in this movie quite a bit she was going to get a good run I mean, she gets a longer run than Batfleck, but not by much. Um, not by much at all, I don't think. The Basically, they find her. She beats up all the guards. They, she dresses as Supergirl. She confronts Zod. 
she comes back, gives Barry, gets Barry his powers back, and then they go fight and she gets killed. It, it's really not a long run in the film. Um, but there is talk that I'm reading online that she could potentially be Supergirl moving forward. So when James Gunn officially starts getting his films out, um, she could be the the Supergirl. And I'm I'm actually pretty down for that. I'll be be blatantly honest. Again, I don't know if I've mentioned it. She's she's stunning um but actually i like the the sort of um probably should have put this in positives um i, I like the, the the look she's got a very grungy look this isn't like your paraphrases this isn't your daddy's supergirl you know this is this is a this is going to be a supergirl that's um pretty pretty hardcore i feel like um so, but we'll see. Again, they, they haven't really guaranteed anything at this point. And the fact that they keep killing her off and they kept showing it <laughs> made me sad because <laughs> I was like, no, like leaning into Rob in the cinema, like, why would they do this? She's so beautiful. Anyway, um, but yeah, like, it, I don't know. It was like, oh, here's Supergirl. She's, she's, she's cool. And then kills her off. Oh, okay. Well, that lasted. Um, didn't didn't get uh, yeah and then we, and then ba- killing off uh, ben, uh, Michael Keaton as well and was again a pretty sad moment. I didn't really like that. It was um, I I guess it gave a fitting end to his arc. So we know now that that Batman is gone. You know we do know that, um, which is quite interesting. Um, so we know that Michael Keaton's Batman has now left the premises. The post-credit scene wasn't worth watching. We sat in there, waited for that film to end. And as I said, it was a slog. It was like two and a half hour film. We we went to the eight thirty showing. It was like eleven o'clock at night before we got out. It was a horrific length movie. Um, the, the the post-credit scene was not worth watching. Marvel sometimes do this, but Marvel sometimes will will give you a gem. But 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 this movie's post-credit scene if. If you if you're listening to this and not watch the film, once the film the trailers start like the credits start rolling, get up and leave. Don't bother waiting. I save you the trouble. Uh, they're they're coming out of a bar. Aquaman is drunk as hell. Keeps falling over. Ends up landing face first in the puddle. Barry ends up leaving him in the puddle, and that's basically the end of the scene. Um, no Grant Gustin um, cameo. He'd already kind of said he hadn't been asked to come to the film, but you know. To, uh, Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield said they weren't they weren't part of Spider Man No Way Home. So, you know, people lie. <laughs> but uh, with with Ezra Miller being in the Arrowverse for the Crisis uh, crossover, there was kind of like this thought process of when the multiverse is started appearing, are we going to see Grant Gustin's Flash make a quick a quick in and out uh, appearance? And sadly, that didn't happen either. Um, which I, you know, is is fine. The, the the series probably got really lucky getting Ezra Miller because it was before he went figging nuts. Um, so there's probably a little bit of room to maneuver there for them. You know, hey Ezra, you know, want to come be in the series? Oh yeah, cool, sweet, awesome. Um, there's no other cameos either, so we don't get any cyborg. Uh, we don't get um, Henry Cavill Superman. We see him in like CGI, but we don't we don't actually see him on screen. Um. But yeah, the Grand Gustin film was a bit, a bit annoying. The major thing for me was this film was supposed to be almost a take on the Flashpoint arc. And it didn't really 
fill that. So essentially Flashpoint is, I've never read it, but my understanding is Barry goes back in time, saves his mom, goes back to the, the present to find that it's completely different. Um, Bruce Wayne was never existed. He Well, he was murdered. Not his parents. Well, not his dad. So Thomas Wayne, who's actually Batman. There's a lot of talk that Jeffrey D. Morgan was going to come and do like a bit of a, like a slight cameo as Thomas Wayne. Because obviously he was Thomas Wayne in Batman v Superman. Um, and then he would be like Flashpoint Batman. And that never materialised. Which, which, you know, again, like the Grand Gustin thing, it's kind of a bit of fan service, but it would have been quite cool to have seen that, I think. It'd be a little bit more uh, stricter to the Flashpoint story of, you know, the whole thing seemed like if you go back in time, you're going to end up making a mess of things. And they kind of did that completely differently. Um, it was just the essence of Flashpoint was there rather than the actual uh, Flashpoint itself. And of course, because we don't follow the Flashpoint sort of arc we do not get the reverse flash now if you're doing a flash movie it would i think be a good idea to at least mention the reverse flash give a, a hint that the reverse flash is out there the, the the consensus in in the thing is it's the reverse flash who kills his mom so there was never any even like never even any allusion to it They'd never alluded to it. They never said, hey, you know, your mum was killed by a speedster. They could have easily put that in. Um, even if it's just Ezra being at the house to try and maybe himself identify who the killer was. Because at no point did Ezra Miller's Flash say, I know, instead of trying to save my mum, I'm just going to go back in time and find out who the killer actually is. And then find a way of proving they're guilty in the the the, the, the modern world. Which actually probably would have been a perfectly sensible idea. But, you know, this is a film. <laughs> um, and time travel doesn't exist yet. So, but yeah, you know, it's, it's a bit it's a bit nuts. It, it, there, was, there was a certain point, like you said, no reverse flash. Reverse flash, I love, I love reverse flash. He's so cool. Tom um, oh, Kavanagh in uh, the Flash TV series just does such a good job playing uh, reverse flash. Um, I really enjoyed Really enjoyed his performance. I like the suit as well. I like how the suit in the Flash TV series has a kind of burnt look to it, so it's not completely yellow. It's like yellow and black, um, which they changed, I believe, like the last episode, where it's like fully yellow, which just looks awful. But the the yellow with the sort of charring, so it's burnt and black, I think looks absolutely wonderful. Um, in fact, it was the first Funko Pop I ever bought because I was like, that's a sweet Funko Pop. So yeah. I think losing out on the reverse flash was um, a bit sad. But, you know, they made that decision, so that's their decision. Um, that's really it for the negatives. I mean, people probably want, to, probably want me to say George Clooney being in it. But actually, I think I, I marked out pretty bad for, for George Clooney during that uh, segment, so... Yeah, sorry. Uh, we'll go for another quick break. We'll come back. We'll just do a little bit of an overview. And then we'll get the hell out of here and you can enjoy the rest of your week. Um, so we'll be right back. Okay, we are on the final stretch. Overview. Conclusion. 
final thoughts. Film was good. It wasn't great. It wasn't bad. It was good. It was just good. You know, um, was there bits I didn't like? Hundred percent. Should have mentioned this in the negatives. The CGI in this film, for the most part, is garbage. Um, it's not great at all. The they had Nick Cage come in and film, and then they still managed to make him look completely CGI'd. Um, despite the fact he had come into film parts of the film, they could. I get it with like they put like Christopher Reeves in, and uh, the very original Superman TV series, like the old black and white that was there. They could have, you know, fair enough, you had to do CGI for them. But I don't think you needed to do it on Nick Cage, not to the degree they did. Um, so that's actually another, another negative. But the the film itself was, was, was perfectly fine. I say I really enjoyed the interactions between the two Barrys. I thought it was great. Michael Keaton is just Michael Keaton. He, he is Batman. Um, uh, Sasha's the Supergirl, again, just really good for the, for the period of time she's in the film. She's really good, and she's, again absolutely smoking um the length of the film was bad it's a really long film probably could have cut a fair bit out of it to to, to decrease that runtime um the post-credit scene was garbage don't stick around for it it's, it's a waste of time again i marked out massively when george clooney like as soon as you heard his voice i was like that's george clooney like i knew it was george clooney anyway because i'd already kind of seen some spoilers um posted online before I, I went but i was like until i see george clooney i don't believe it's george clooney but by god there he was and he was just yeah i marked out a little bit i just wanted him to pull out like the back credit card or something just like never leave the cave without it that's what i wanted it didn't happen but you know i don't know if that's setting up for him to be bruce wayne either because actually do you know what they could keep george clooney on and be just old bruce wayne just, just like doing the like Batman of the future, but Batman Beyond, whatever, whatever country you live in, <laughs> will determine what what the title of that series was. In the UK, it was Batman of the Future. Um, you could easily like carry on with that, like just say, you know what, Booker, just bring George Clooney back. Just, he's just Bruce Wayne. He's not Batman. Doesn't have to be in like. We don't need to see bat nips. We don't need to see that crap again. But like, you could have him. As like a back office role, you know, the money man, that type that type of drag, and then have Terry McGuinness introduce someone as Terry McGuinness to be uh, Batman Batman of the Future, Batman Beyond. Um if you are wondering, I do prefer Batman Beyond to Batman of the Future. I think Batman of the Future sounds really crap, but Batman Beyond sounded pretty sweet. Um and in fact I don't even think it's called Batman of the Future anymore. I think they completely retconned it so it's all Batman Beyond now. But uh, yeah, anyway. Um this did give me a whole new appreciation for the Flash. There's a couple of parts in it. The the bit of the coffee shop at the beginning, the sandwich shop. Um, there's a bit of a giggle there. Um, the interactions between him and, like I said, the other Barry were phenomenal. Uh, even his interactions were like um, Alfred, um, Jeremy Irons. Uh, Alfred was, was really fun at the beginning. Um, the, the whole speed thing where he's saving the babies at the beginning at the hospital is really good. <clears throat> kind of on par with the stuff they had Quicksilver doing in the in the X-Men. Um, Days of Future Past series of films when he's sort of the young Quicksilver. Uh, that was really fun. I, I thought that was that was entertaining. The fact that he stopped saving people, like halfway through saving, trying to save people, to break open a vending machine and eat a load of snacks was was, was really funny. Um, 
yeah, overall, I, I, I enjoyed the film. I, am I going to go back and see it again at the cinema? Probably not. Will I pick it up on Blu-ray when it comes out? Maybe. Um, will I try and find it to download to put on my hard drive? Maybe, maybe, maybe. But we'll see. We'll see. Overall, it's okay. Michael Keaton was phenomenal. Um, uh, Supergirl was fit. And um, the two Barrys were really funny. Yeah. I If you're in the neighborhood to go and watch just a pretty pretty okay film I, I would i would recommend going to see in the flash it was it was entertaining if you're into the flash i'll definitely go see it um and if you but if you're not into comic book films i'd probably stay away because you know it is a comic book film so that's really it and that will be it for this week uh, thank you so much for listening um you can follow us on instagram at big boss book club please give us a follow on there i am pushing towards a higher uh, follow account um just for my own sense of self-importance more than anything else and um, you can follow us on twitter big boss 010 facebook and hive social big boss book club um if you follow me on all of those platforms and i know that you follow me on all those platforms you will get exclusive content um sent to you via disease carrier pigeon um when i can be bothered to find one and inject it with typhoid <laughs> And if you are interested in supporting the show directly, if you are a card game, card gamer or board gamer, you're always on the lookout for decent folders and decent debt boxes. Go to vaultx.com, enter the code BIGBOSSVX at checkout to get 10% off your order. If you're an American listener, please go to Amazon.com where you can, any Vaultx items that get added to your basket use the code big boss vx at checkout for 10 percent off your order um this podcast is brought to you on pretty much any platform if you're listening to it please give the show a like a review uh, a rating any and all support is greatly appreciated thank you for listening to this episode reviewing the flash and big boss Enjoy the rest of your week. I'm out. Peace.